0: This is all about your brilliance, Nikki. All about me. Your brilliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Woo. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. If they only knew. Oh, they do. I'm recording. Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. You're listening to Your Day Brighter, Real Reasons to Have Hope in This World. And I'm excited for you to meet one of the great reasons that I have hope in this world. It's my beloved, dear friend, Nikki Lerner. She is a culture coach. She is a life coach and a consultant and a writer and an artist. And she does so many things. But what we're going to focus in on today is life coaching. If you have never done this before, if you've never had a coach, could it be that you're missing out on something that could actually be the thing that sets you free, the thing that makes all the difference in your life in 2021? So we're going to kind of unpack what coaching is, what Nikki does, and um, and even invite you into a little personal, hmm, I'm a little scared, a little, little personal time here because Nikki is coaching me this year and I'm really grateful for it. So uh, you're going to just hear all my stuff. So anyway, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. Let's get to it. It's your day brighter. And my guest, Nikki Lerner. Okay, Nikki, let's jump in, girl. Let's jump. Let's jump in. So tell, tell us, first of all, mm-hmm. um, you do consulting, you do uh, coaching, business coaching, but you also do personal life coaching. What For people who have no idea what that means, what is a life coach? What do you do as a life coach?
1: Well, think of it like this. Um, we have coaches for lots of things, if you think about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they're just in our vernacular, so we don't see them as weird. You know, I mean, how many of us, you know, have tried uh, and succeeded or failed in having a personal fitness coach, right? You go to the gym, you're like, I need some help. Uh, I need a coach. Some of you that are listening have a financial coach. Right, somebody to lead you through the process of stewarding your finances better. Mm-hmm. Right, so for some of you, you have a, like somebody that calls you every week, or you meet with them every week or once a month. For some of you, you find somebody online that's like a you know some of our financial gurus, if you will. They're coaching you in how to get better. Uh, what I do is do what is essentially has been done for me over the course of my life, mm-hmm. and. You know, sometimes you just need somebody outside of yourself to see what you can't see, uh, even if you're very aware, right, of what's going on, and look at you and tell you the truth. Mm. Because let's keep it real we're not going to tell ourselves the truth, particularly when it comes to a change we have to make. Yeah. Um, most of us, I would say, are not going to look at ourselves and kick ourselves in the butt. you know, to do something that we need to do. And so sometimes just having somebody outside of yourself to say, first, you can do it. Um, Here's what I see. And here's what you need to do, or I'm recommending, not need, you don't need to do anything, but what I'm recommending you to do in order to see the change that you desire to make.
0: So that's what I do. It can help you get unstuck. Yes. Stuckness is a thing, right? Stuckness is a thing. So even if you think you're really Mm self-aware, even if you think, you know, I I know myself pretty well, it could be that I I think I'm kind of self-aware. I'm speaking of myself right now, but where I get stuck in my head is shooting myself down for all of the things that I perceive that I'm failing at. And so I never get past the feeling bad about what I'm not doing right or what I'm not improving in. I'm just constantly like playing this tape of yeah, you're no good at that. Yeah, you're no good at that. And I'm stuck. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's where you need you need a coach. You need somebody to challenge uh, the patterns mm-hmm. that you're used to because, for, and, and this is for all of us, by the way, it's not just like a Tracy thing. Right. This is a human being problem. Yeah. Um, we have existed in patterns in our life for so long that now we call them normal. Mm. And so we can't see them. And so you need somebody to call out the pattern. You also need somebody to call out the perspective and challenge it. And then wow. you need somebody to challenge the narrative. Um, we all carry these things around every single day. And as I said, we can't always uh, see them as a problem because they are native to us. Mm. They are normal to us. Mm. And so so like if you've been spending you know, 35 years, not you, but other people. Uh, Because you're (laughs) only 32.
0: There's other people.
1: Yeah, you're only 32. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But if you spent 35 years speaking negatively to yourself, yeah. That's now become how you roll. That's right. And that's normal for you. So now even anytime somebody speaks something beautiful into your life, you mm. reject it mm. because that's actually what's what you should be suspicious about, right? Not the negative self-talk because that's what's normal. Oh, my gosh. So that's what a, a good coach does is call you on your stuff,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, tell you the truth, and hide nothing from you.
0: That's powerful. Think about it like, uh, you know, when you walk into – Back when we used to walk into restaurants, uh, when, when you remember, <laughs> just one moment to think about that for a moment. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. When we used to walk into like a dark restaurant for like a romantic dinner with our our beloved, right? And you walk in and at first it's, it's dark and it takes your eyes a moment to adjust to that atmosphere, that ambiance, that low light setting. But after you've been in there for a while, your eyes get used to it. And then when you walk back out into the light, you're like, whoa, whoa, hey, you know, we can get used to our own version of normal. I think that's a great point that you're making and not even recognize, you know what, my version of normal isn't healthy. It's not best for me. I'm not thriving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we, we tend to be aware. Let's say that you're not really aware. Okay. Now I know that you're a very aware person. I think I'm a very aware person. Um, most of the population, I would say, the level of awareness is in big things. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, I need to stop eating a whole pizza by myself. Ooh, <laughs> I need to stop, you know, smoking whatever it is you smoke. You know, right. like I need to stop these big things. Yeah. And what a coach can do is see the uh, the the things that are lying beneath the surface that might even be causing these things and saying, that's actually where you need to focus your attention. And if you focus your attention there, then all these other things will happen. A coach also helps you focus on the process, the practice, and keeps you, I won't even say accountable, because I actually heard somebody say, um, you know, if you need somebody to keep you accountable, then whatever you've chosen to dive into isn't it, it doesn't mean enough to you?
0: Mm. Like if you
1: need somebody to say, "Hey Tracy, did you do that?" Wow. You know, if you need that, the, like it's it doesn't matter to you enough because you're not going to do it. You're just waiting for some your coach to ask you, "Did you do that?"
0: It could just be that you need a little practice to acquire that uh, acquire that desire mm-hmm. to let it be like a part of you and and let it mean more to you. But you haven't had enough practice yet, and so the accountability might help you get into the practice so much that you recognize, wow, this this is a value add to my life. Now it matters to me.
1: Yeah. And account I think we need to start looking at accountability as support, not control. Oh, that's good. Because then we look at it as control. Then if we if we don't meet the goals that we wanted to meet, wow. then we can look at our coach or our friend or our quote accountability partner and say, Well it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> you he know didn't you step just up. weren't good enough. <laughs>
0: What's your problem? I got yeah, a bad uh,
1: coach. Right? And, and I'm telling you, people say this all the time. I see this a lot in culture coaching because that's another part of my work. Yeah. When I work with people trying to, to uh, move from uh, monocultural to multicultural in their work in life and in their thought patterns is that usually um, things that I share with a client are so, uh, they can be seen as so minute and so small that they don't believe that that's actually going to work Wow. So they dismiss it. Correct. Because what it, what it requires is a daily practice. And I'll tell you, it it wasn't really traced until I started to get into uh, coaching. Um, and, and some, you know, I was in pastoral ministry before. So, um, you know, getting into shepherding people that the, the scripture where, where Jesus, uh, has that encounter with the rich young ruler. Yeah. I'm sorry, not the rich young ruler. Man, maybe it is a rich young ruler. We can cut this out if I'm wrong. Um, but then, <laughs> but the, the idea of taking up your cross and uh, doing it daily.
0: Yeah. Denying think, yourself and following him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think
1: we have allowed that scripture to be a bumper sticker because it's short and it's quick. Or we can, uh, you know, look at other people and be like, you know, you need to take up your cross, you know, mm. <laughs> Right. But, but I think that the beauty in that scripture is the word daily. Like Jesus didn't just say, yeah, take up your cross. Right. But that's how we treat it sometimes. We treat it as let's just pick this thing up, whatever this thing is, once. And give it to God. Give it to God. It's going to work itself out by the time we wake up in the morning. Uh, and then we call ourselves failures because it, it didn't work, mm. but because we don't respect things as a process, right? It's the daily practice of new things that ends up giving us the results that we want. And, and I think sometimes results don't quite come like we think they're going to come. Right. We think we're just going to, you know, see it every single day. We're going to see the re- the result, but it kind of feels more like, Hey, well, look at that. <laughs> right. After <laughs> absolutely. It does. Right. Like, like after a period of time or whatever, Uh, No matter what kind of change you're making.
0: My coach told me to do this. Right. (laughs) And I I did it. And oh my gosh, it's actually working. Or the opposite. Uh, My coach told me to do this. I didn't really believe my coach that this was was really a big deal. Come on, how big a deal could this be? Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. Um, If you've ever gone to physical therapy because you've had some sort of an injury, okay? I have like a herniated disc between L4 and L5. Anybody else? We should start a club. I know there's (laughs) a lot of us out there. And every now and then it causes me some pretty tremendous pain and I'll go to a physical therapist. And they tell you to do these exercises that aren't really exercises. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're 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 like, they're nothing, Nikki. They're like, (laughs) you lay on your back, you lift your knees over your head. You're like, come Mm, on. And I, listen, years ago, when they tell you to do it, I'm like, yeah, this is not going to do anything. Seriously. The little exercises the physical therapist or coach is telling you to do can change your life. Like, if you literally do that little thing, every single day, even a couple of times a day, it feels like you're doing nothing, but it's actually accomplishing something. And now I'm like, I'm telling you, cause I do them now. And this many years later, thank you by the grace of God, I'm pain-free. I still have a herniated disc, but I listened to what my, I never thought about my physical therapist as a coach, but mm. now that you kind of have unpacked mm-hmm. this for me, that person's a coach in my life. Absolutely. And I didn't believe them at first. Mm-hmm. And now I do.
1: <laughs> and isn't that interesting? And I think we're all like that, right? We, It's just interesting to me that many of us don't believe the coach. Yeah. Like, we came to the coach (laughs) because we didn't know what to do. We said, fix me. That's right. And then when the coach says, what you really need to do is wake up a half hour earlier and give yourself some time. You're like, oh, I ain't going to work. I got kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I ain't going to work. My husband's loud. (laughs) You know, I ain't going to work. My wife is using a hairdryer. You know, I mean, we come up with every excuse to not believe new information that's coming in because we are stuck in old patterns. Right. And old narratives. And the coach is trying to come in to put
0: their finger on it to say, no, that right there. I mean, I have a coach. I was just going to talk to you about that. I want to unpack that. Yeah. So you hear that? My friend Nikki, who is the coach has a coach tell me why you got a coach and how your life has been uh just just changed um how you have personally been helped because you got a coach
1: well let me just first say this don't trust a coach without a coach
0: oh my gosh I'm writing that down (laughs) I am writing that down don't trust a coach
1: without a coach without a coach because let me tell you, I'm just going to keep it real with you and your listeners. Oh, Coaching goodness. is expensive. Um, I am not cheap <laughs> as a coach, and I'm fine with that. Thank God. <laughs> um, but here's the thing: don't invest in somebody that doesn't see the value in investing in the thing they're trying to get you to invest in.
0: Mm.
1: So don't don't wow. don't trust a coach without a coach. Every coach should have a coach, right? Because We are human as well. And we need somebody to be looking at our stuff as well. So my coach, his name is Scott. Um, He's fantastic. It's a long story of how we met, which is kind of amazing. But I meet with Scott once a month, the beginning of the month, and he is just fantastic. And I can't tell you how many times I'll share something with him and he'll just shake his head and he'll say, I hear you but I'm calling you on that. Seriously? Yeah, and he keeps it real, and he cusses at me. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, he'll, no. He'll say, well, he'll just say, I'm calling BS.
0: <laughs> Does he really? Yeah,
1: absolutely. He says, I hear you, and I know that that's what you've been experiencing. He says, but you are letting that keep you from from what you're supposed to be doing.
0: Does a coach need to know you really well no. in order to? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, because
1: sometimes that can be the problem. Mm is if you get somebody that knows you really well, they're used to your patterns. Yeah. And if they're not brave enough to tell you the truth um, and they're concerned about the relationship breaking down, they're not going to tell you what you you need to hear. I mean, Scott and I have become friends, but I also have um, the trust in Scott that he's not going to let me get away with stuff or he's not going to let me get away with narratives or he's going to push me. So I'll give you an example. Okay. So I'm not a huge word person for the year. You know, you and I have talked about this. Picking the one word for yeah, the year. Yeah, picking the one word. I'm like, eh, it's the same year. You know, I mean, it is, we're, you know, we're, we're still in 2020. Um, you know, like it's the same year. It's it just It feels like it. Yeah. It does feel like it. So for me, I said, you know what? Uh, and we laugh about this. I'm like, my word is outsource. <laughs>
0: He's like, what can I give other people to do? Exactly. Outsource. I'm like,
1: man, outsourcing is changing my life, right? So I'm like, okay, my word is outsource. And so I'm talking to Scott. And I'm like, Scott, I finally picked a word. And I'm laughing about it, you know. And I'm like, outsource. And he, he laughs. And he listens to me talk. And then after a while, he says, okay, I hear you. He says, and that's great and all. He said, but I want to suggest a better word. I'm like, okay. He said, because what you are doing in your work and in your life goes way beyond outsourcing. Mm. He says, how about leverage? Ooh. That's what I did. That right there. You did. Yeah, <laughs> you did. that look <laughs> on you your were... face right now and that sound, that's what I did. You did. Ooh. Yeah, I think I paused for about two minutes on our call and just had to stare into the sky somewhere and think about like, mm. because, and see, this is what a good coach does. Sure, it could be outsourced. And I still use that because I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it could be outsourced. But he has been working with me enough and and, and pulling me towards the sense of uh, my leadership in a movement of sorts, not just, you know, another person to hire to do some work. Um, that leverage is actually what is going to open up my vision to to be inclusive of other people into my work. Oh, wow. More than outsource. Wow. Outsource is, hey, can you, you know, can you take care of this email, right, for me on my behalf? But what is leverage? Leverage is, here is what we're trying to accomplish in the next three months, team, mm. and here is how you can find your place. And I want you to think about, um, or not to think about. I just had this with my, one of my assistants uh, this week. We were on the phone, and I said, I want you to know that every um, every task I give you that this is what it's connected to.
0: Oh, wow. So you, you're casting vision while you're assigning the task or the responsibility that person has a context. It's like, here's, there's a deeper purpose. It's transcendent. It's beyond just this one thing that you're going to do. It's not checking it off a list.
1: Yeah. And if, and if my goal is outsource, well, then it's just, Hey, can you, you know, set up this podcast interview? Hey, can you just do that without any context? It's just it's just um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's just like pieces of random information along with everything else. But yeah. when I want to leverage the people that are working around me, now I'm thinking like a leader, mm. not just somebody that needs to get work done. That's what a coach does to does for you. My gosh. You know, he listens to everything. He 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 um he 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 pushes you. You know, he asked me, this the last thing I'll say about Scott. Um Scott Perry is his name, by the way, he's fantastic. Um, Scott says, asked me this question a couple weeks ago. He said, he says two things. One, he said, he said, uh, what is the promise that you are going to make to yourself? And then he said, what do you owe yourself and the people that are connected to your work? I'm not going to ask myself those questions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm telling you, I would not have come up with those questions oh my for myself. Those are great questions. Right. But, man, I'm telling you, this is the power of coaching, um, the power of having somebody lead you, mm-hmm. that it's all about you. Yeah. You know, I don't. Scott doesn't need me to ask him how he is, you know, even though I do. He doesn't need that from me. When I'm on the phone with him, it is about me. It's about my growth and leading me into the best version of myself. And he's and committed to your growth. Absolutely, 100%. And that's what I do for other people.
0: That's beautiful. I want to um, press pause here just uh, for a moment to say thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening to Your Day Brighter. I'm your host, Tracy Tiernan, and uh, this week's episode, my my dear friend, Nikki Lerner who is uh, a culture coach, a leadership coach, a personal coach. And we've been learning why and how coaching can make such a tremendous difference in your life. If you're feeling a little stuck and, and you've never done this before, um, I would encourage you to, to reach out. Um, we're going to find out in just a moment how you can get in touch with Nikki personally But uh, I want to thank you for being a part of the podcast today. Would you please subscribe? Would you please share it with other people? Maybe you're thinking of somebody right now. Oh, I know. I need to share this with so-and-so. Please do. Please share it. And also, if you would leave a review, that would be great because that's how other people are able to find the podcast, okay? So thanks again for listening to Your Day Brighter. And now let me jump back to my friend, my coach, (laughs) Nikki Lerner. Church leaders, church leaders need to know about this too. Church leaders, uh, business leaders, regular um, regular folks that you wouldn't call yourself a leader at all, but I bet you are. Uh, you need to explore the idea of getting a coach if you feel stuck. Okay? I, I did. I feel a little stuck. Yeah. And I reached out to you. I'm like, Nikki, can you coach me? Yeah. So, Nikki, before we, um, we're going to transition to something a little personal here. How can people reach out to you? Personally, if yeah. they need a coach, and they want to get you. You got it. Do you have any space available?
1: Hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> not
1: a lot. You know, for the first half of twenty one, uh, I probably have room for two more individual. Coaching clients. Okay. Um, I have a uh, handful of, of individual coaching clients now, and then the rest of my coaching clients are businesses, organizations, and uh, one or two communities of faith. Okay. So I got a lot going on, and I got my own stuff going on. You yeah. know, that's just the 10%. <laughs> I got my own stuff going on. Um, but the best way to reach out to me is to go to nikkelerner.com. Okay. dot com And you can find everything I'm up to. And if you hit the contact me page, that email that you fill out goes directly to me. So that is the best way to get in touch with me.
0: Okay. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do do it it. today. Do it. Do it. So uh, I wanted to try something today on the podcast. I thought... Um, maybe we could give people a little glimpse into what a coaching session was like. And yes, maybe we could do a little mini coaching session since you and I are working together. Yes. And I just had my first uh, session with Nikki, mm-hmm. uh, working on some things a week ago. And, mm-hmm. uh, she gave me some homework, <laughs> some things to do. Um, one of the questions, one of the key questions you asked me, Nikki, was what do you want? Remember that? Yes. What do you want? And I had to really think about that. Mm. Uh, the answer that I gave you was: I want to finish well. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to be my most effective. Mm-hmm. I want the best work, the best of what I have to offer, to come out now. I don't want to just kind of fade away. You know, I'm mm. I'm fifty six years old, and I feel like I still have a whole lot to give and a whole lot yes. to share. And I'm excited about life and about Jesus and. So, I, yeah, I want to finish well. I'm, I'm a little freaked out by looking in Scripture and seeing how many people mm. uh, did not finish well. Mm-hmm. They started out as fully devoted, and then in the end, it's like, what happened there? I'm like, I don't want that to be me. Mm-hmm. So, But I know that I'm not doing things that I could be doing or that I should be doing, and so you're helping me to hone in. Um, so as my coach, you want to share a few of the things that you wanted me to do before we met again. Do you remember yes, some of those I remember some steps? of them. I don't okay. remember
1: all of them. However, before, since we are in a coaching session right now, we've <laughs> transitioned. Okay. What I would do if we were sitting together and you were telling me about this is the first thing I would do before we reviewed is I would say, I want to challenge you on how you describe your journey. Because you used to feel like you didn't know what was going on. You used to you know not do things well or do this well do that that's we that's what you used to do mm-hmm. that was before we met and started doing this so i would say and i've said this to you before just listen to how you describe mm. who you are
0: listen to your words about yourself
1: yes cuz even in describing some of the things you're working on yeah a better way going forward to describe that would be I am working towards, <laughs> or um, what, I'm, what I am is, mm. rather than, you know, I, I used to do this, or this is who I used to, because that, again, remember, <clears throat> remember we talked about old narrative, yes, and old pattern, that's an old pattern, that the language, the vocabulary that circulates our inner worlds um, is, is a pattern. And a lot of times we need to do things to shift that pattern, mm-hmm. and it's all about the awareness, right? Yes, it is. So that's just a pattern that you say, and so now it's having the awareness to say, okay, wait a minute, right? No, that's that's how I used to roll. I don't really like that anymore.
0: Today, I am doing this. So I am moving forward. I am, I am moving I am forward. Growing. I am yes. intentionally seeking out mm. uh, guidance. And wisdom and coaching, because I know that who I am today is not all there is. That I have the ability to learn and to grow, and uh, the the best of me is yet to come. Yes. So, I, yeah. And you today, see why I love her. Everybody, <laughs> you see why I love her. I mean, already she's like nailing me here mm-hmm. because the words you say matter. Words
1: create worlds. Period. And the inner world, outer world. They shape how we see reality. I'd drop sh-
0: the mic right now if I could.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's really true. We see it everywhere, right? We see it um, in the world. We see it in the country. We see it in our homes and in our internal world. And yeah. for you, one of the things I would challenge you is, for your coach, is to, is to say, I am 56 years old. And today and every day, I am focusing on finishing well. Mm. That's the new story. Mm. It's not I feel like I'm and I, I just wow, ah. it's not that anymore. It's I'm 56 today, and my focus, every decision I make, every word I say, every phrase that I utter, is towards the focus of finishing well in the next 40, 50 years. <laughs> make sure make sure you end that because we're not ready for you to go anywhere today, all right. <laughs> right and then so w- there's a couple things that that you and I talked about that I asked you to do right one yeah. of those things which because i because i know you i know this would would have been the hardest thing for you to do <laughs> is to find 1 hour each day right each, each day, day. Yeah. 1 hour each day of alone time or quote i'm doing whatever i want time <laughs> 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 right and it, it can't be connected to, you know, Sally down the road is in need and she's struggling. So I'm going go to spend an hour. Go over right, there. I want to go minister to Sally. Like, Sally will be okay in the next hour. Okay. <laughs> go see Sally in hour two. <laughs> <laughs> right. But for hour one, I want you to do is just find alone time. Yeah. Because, and, and the reason being, see, when you hear that or people hear that, they're like, oh, surely that's not going to help me finish well. Mm. What's what's that going to do? What's one hour a day going to help me? Like, tell me the real stuff.
0: Why did you prescribe that for me specifically, Nikki? I, I know it's the right thing. <laughs> T- tell everybody why you knew that was what I needed. Well, several things. So part of your
1: superpower is that you love people and you get them and you want to help and shepherd. And for those of you listening, I want you to know, and you probably get this by now, but... I mean, what you hear with Tracy on the radio is what you get. It's who she is. She, it's not a personality. <laughs> You're not a personality. I mean, I know that's your role and your job. But what you hear from Tracy is consistent with who I know Tracy to be. Hmm. And she, she does what she does because she loves you. But the dark side of how my sweet friend is wired <laughs> is that she will ignore every Everything and anything that is a desire of her own for the sake of other people, which then means that her calendar hmm. is for other people. It's not for you. Right. So there's no Tracy desire on the calendar
0: hmm.
1: every day. And so that's why I prescribed that for you because I knew it was going to be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. But I also know it was going to be something you could do. So, I, so what? Here is what I didn't say, Trace. I want you to find four hours a day, <laughs> and for four hours a day, <laughs> I want you to be by yourself. Although I think you need it. <laughs> Let's just be clear. But you or know, start and small, right? But that's not. But that's what a coach does. A coach yeah. says, "I know this person can't handle that." Yeah. But what you can do is an hour is just a challenge enough where I knew it would be tricky. And I wanted to see if you'd give up Mm. Um, and just enough that if you do it and you win at it, the practice of that daily thing happening will start to add value to yourself. Mm. Like you add value to you. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the things that you desire and want are valid, not just the desires of other people. I mean, my goal is I want you to take back control over your calendar Mm -hmm. because it literally is at the mercy of everybody else. Because you love people. That's why.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Nikki is speaking truth. I mean, you're speaking truth right to me. And this is something I'm going to have to to fight for. Um, It's not like I acquired this problem overnight. This has been a pattern. It's been a pattern. Mm. Um, And Trace, let me just say this. Yeah. You can't
1: finish well if your time is spent helping other people finish well. Mm. So remember, even the things that I've asked you to do as a coach... They're all connected to what you said you wanted. Like, I didn't make it up. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like if you don't want your calendar to be better, like, then great, that's what you want. But that's not what you want. What you want is to finish well. Well, I don't want you to spend another year wondering where the time went, Mm. right? Yeah. You can't finish well. You can't do the things that you want to do as a person, as an individual, the things that God has called you to do and you're responsible for. If all of the time, the first fruits of your time go to other people, the first yeah. fruits of your time need to go to you. And I know as particularly those of you who are listening that are people of faith, this is really hard because we are taught and told our lives are for others. Yeah. And there is some truth to that, right? We serve. That's what we do. Yes. However, if, you know, we need to treat other, we need to treat ourselves as good as we treat other people. Now, if you're in a space right now, let me just be clear, where you're not treating other people well. um, That's a whole other That's a whole other podcast. But for those (laughs) of you that are serving other people really well and and exhibiting the fruits of the Spirit, do that to yourself first. Hmm. Because then when you get out into the world, you're not needy. Hmm. You, you don't need other people. Like you're not serving them because you, you have a
0: hole in yourself that you need. Oh my gosh. Do you hear that truth right there? I want you to think about that for a moment. Serving other people because you're trying to fill a hole up that you have. You're trying to, I want to say it this way. You're trying to secure relationships and love in your life by serving other people because you don't have the confidence that you have any, add any value to them unless you're doing something for them. That's right. That's, and and that's been a little bit of my story, a little Mm -hmm. bit of what I have wrestled with. Like, will this person love me if I don't, Mm. if I don't do everything that I have in my heart to do for them? That's been the hardest thing about this challenge that you gave me Mm. to uh, take that time for myself. But I believe um, I am doing it. I am practicing it. Yeah, it's hard. Yes, because I feel like in some ways I am letting people down, and I mm-hmm. wrestle with. But I want to go do this, and I want to go do that, and I want to. But it, there's only so many hours in the day, and if I haven't had that hour to myself yet, here's the thing: if you're inclined to want to serve and show up in the world as a you know a, a follower of Jesus, um, if you don't take care of that, um, take care of that time with you. Take the time to listen and discern. You'll never get to what Paul talks about um, in Ephesians 2, where he says, you know, we're God's workmanship, mm-hmm. his poem, his poema, created mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus to do good works that he prepared in advance That's for right. us to do, not ones that we created ourselves. When I listen, Nikki, here's the, the thing that I'm learning just in the, mm-hmm. the little bit of time that I've been practicing this. If I listen, if I'm still, if I'm not filling every moment with all the stuff that I think I should I should be doing, I can actually hear the voice of God directing me. And then when I step into something, I'm powerful and effective. Yes. I accomplish more. It's like I jumped in on the wave of work that God was already doing and I hardly had to do anything. Yeah.
1: And now you're full. Because yes. you step into things full. You don't trip and fall into them <laughs> like How did I get here? half full, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and I know one of the other things we, we had talked about is kind of this fear of missing out, right? Oh, gosh, FOMO. Yeah, time. just the way you're wired. And a lot of people are wired like that. I'm wired to that at some level, right? But I try to turn it around this way. Think about, have a greater fear of missing out, of you not leaning into the things Uh, the good works that God has prepared for you personally, let that be your FOMO. Be afraid of not first being responsible for the things that God has asked you to do each day and to be right. Start there. I know it's very different than what we're sometimes taught in our churches and what we've heard, but to, to invest in yourself first maybe the most selfless thing you ever do
0: i just want to sit right there i want people to take that in to invest in yourself first might be the most selfless thing you do um once again nikki you just have blown my mind and and blessed my heart, and I'm I'm excited about the process that we're in together. I really am. I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful that um, we've been friends for so long. Um, I feel really safe mm. with you. I'm sure that's a really important aspect yes. of, of finding a good mm. coach. Um, and I know we've we're going to uh, sign off here, but I don't want to leave people without giving you. Uh, number one thing that you should consider when you're trying to find a coach. Mm -hmm. What would you recommend that people consider first? Because we think you should have a coach. We think you're worth it and you should have one. What's the number one thing people should consider? Ooh, that's a loaded question. I know. Mm, I would say
1: try, this is more of a personal opinion here. Try to find somebody that is, Unlike what you're used to, Hmm. you know, a lot of times we try to think like, you know, let's find somebody who's, you know, female and Baptist and, you know, (laughs) went on missions trips for six years, you know, because that's who we are. Yeah. Try to find somebody who is not who you are. Wow. And that could mean um, gender, if that's something that you can, um, that you're mature enough to handle. Gender. Gender. Uh, try to find somebody outside of your culture,
0: Mm -hmm. you know, because they have a
1: different perspective on life than you do. Yeah, Try to find somebody outside of your normal uh, sector. Mm -hmm. So particularly for people of faith, try to find somebody who is not necessarily a Christian coach because you have to trust yourself enough to know that whatever you hear, that you'll be able to filter it. Right. Through your Jesus filter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But a lot of times you'll get just information and perspective that you may not get within the Christian community. Mm. Uh, but look for somebody that's not like you. Because, again, as a coach, you know, if you're going to have a fitness coach, you don't want somebody who's, you know, 60 pounds overweight. <laughs> you know, that would be ridiculous. Right. If you're 60 pounds overweight, you don't want to coach you 60 pounds overweight. There's nothing right. wrong with that person. But they're not going to help you. right? So it's the same thing. Find somebody who's different that's <laughs> so good. than you and lean in. And if it doesn't work, don't blow off the process of coaching. Oh, see, I, did, I knew that wasn't going to work. Don't do that. Go find the next person until you find the person that's going to be a good fit for you. There is somebody out there for you, mm. for all of us. Invest in yourself first. Please, I beg you. <laughs> It's necessary, mm.
0: Nikki. Thank you, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, anytime. You're welcome. Thank you for being my my friend. Thank you for being so committed to me all mm. these years. Um, I just adore you, and mm. um, I'll uh, look forward to reporting back in and letting people know. You know how the coaching is going. I'm not. I'm not trying to hide anything here. I just, you know, keep on learning, keep on growing. Always, when the learning stops, it's time to say goodbye. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So, um, thank you guys. Thanks so much for listening to Your Day Brighter, the podcast. We love you. Remember, uh, subscribe, share it with somebody, leave a review and, um, other people will be able to find it and invest in you today. We love you. Your Day Brighter is produced by Brighter Media Group, Tracy Tiernan and John Lawhon. Editing by Julie Gilligan. Make sure you're subscribed, leave a review and tell us what you think of the podcast. And make sure you share it with someone who needs encouragement today. Thanks so much for listening. And tell somebody your story today. Or better yet, ask to hear their story.